Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. about communication because you're not understanding me sometimes and I'm not understanding you sometimes and there's all this stuff coming up because we're not communicating as clearly as we think we are and you know what I find I find that in a lot of interpersonal conflicts what this person heard and understood from what you just said may be completely different from what you intended Communication is something that all of us share. Every one of us rely on it on a daily basis in every single one of our interpersonal relationships. If you get it right, it can be great. But as Pastor Robert will illustrate in today's message, when you get it wrong, it can result in disaster and pain for everyone involved. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 6, today's edition of Main Thing Radio. When Elizabeth and I first were married, long, long time ago, we had lots of issues, all kinds of problems, all kinds of difficulties and conflicts, and, you know, we've been very open about those. But, but one thing, as I look back at it, one thing I realize is that most of them came down one way or another to the issue of communication. I would say something and she would misunderstand me, or I would say it too harshly and she would be hurt with me and we'd go from there. Or she would say something and I would completely misunderstand her you know, or be bothered by the way she said it or so, but it, but it always came down to communication. You know, like I, I remember her talking and I've shared this, you know, she's telling somebody about how, how, you know, Robert enjoys going shopping. And I'm like, no, 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 you no. I enjoy going to the mall, not shopping. I'm just walking around the mall. I enjoy, I enjoy the walking in the mall and stuff, but sh- no, I don't, I don't go shopping because where I'm from, men don't shop. It's one of the, I know, sexist kind of things. Is that, you know? But see, here, here's the thing. I, I remember realizing we, we're going to we're have to sit down and talk about talking. We need to communicate about communication. Because you're not understanding me sometimes, and I'm not understanding you sometimes, and there's all this stuff coming up because we're not communicating as clearly as we think we are. And you know what I find? I find that in a lot of interpersonal conflicts, that, that what's going on, it's like, listen, it's not that complicated, you know, da 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 It's like, yeah, but what this person heard and understood from what you just said may be completely different from what you intended. I saw a cute little video. I debated using it. 
lady talking about some of the differences in language, just the fact that, for example, in Spanish and German, you have masculine and feminine, in English we don't, right? And she gave the example about, you know, if I say, you know, I come in here with a cast, what happened? Well, I broke my arm. Well, in English, that's acceptable, but to say that in Spanish would mean I deliberately went out, lost my mind, took a hammer, and I'm just, you know, <laughs> intent on breaking my arm. And in Spanish, how would you say it? Right, the arm broke, or it broke itself. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's broken, but not I broke my arm. Communicate something different. Communication's important, right? And I realized, I was thinking about how, you know, like with the different languages, because I speak a fair amount of Spanish, but there's so many little things like that, the little subtleties that get lost. Communication's vitally important. And... The fascinating thing about this passage we're looking at together this morning is that it is God the Son communicating to us about communicating with Him. Prayer. He's going to tell us how to do it and how not to do it. How this is how he starts it off this this is how not to pray. Okay? He says, don't follow the bad examples. Of people around you. Matthew 6, verse 5, Jesus said, When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Now, this is something, if you look at this passage of Scripture, this area, I should say, of Scripture, and I encourage you to do that, take the time to actually read you know, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. It won't take you but a few minutes to read those three chapters. And you, you get a picture. You, you start seeing some of the redundancies where Jesus deliberately repeats himself. He uses, you know, a few phrases over and over again. I talked to you about that a little bit last week. But, but one of the phrases that he repeats, he, assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. They're doing this. They're doing that. In order to be seen by men, therefore they have their reward. Now, the, the, the thing that he wants us to, to understand from that, as again, as we looked at last week, he wants us to understand that you can, you can settle for that. You want an attaboy from the pastor? Well, okay, but that may be all you get. God may say, okay, you got, your, you, you know, you got some attention on earth. It's over now. That's what you wanted, so that's what you got. With this prayer situation, he's like, and I love the way Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones worded it. He said, these guys wanted it to look like they couldn't even wait to get to the synagogue. You know, it's time to pray. So, oh, but I just, I just can't wait. I just can't, you know, I'm so holy. I am, I am so devoted to God. I am such a prayer warrior that it's, I just, I can't, you know. So, oh, holy father. And they make a spectacle of themselves because they want other people to look on and be impressed with their personal holiness and spirituality. And Jesus said, I promise you that's all they get. They have their reward. And it's interesting when you think about it, you know, it just occurred to me, I'd never looked at it this way before, to be honest. These, these people Jesus is pointing to, and, and sadly, 
If we're honest, you and I are guilty of it as well from time to time. We can't even get over ourselves in prayer. You know what I mean? Prayer is supposed to be communication between me and my Father in heaven, right? But many times I I can't even get over myself in, in that place of prayer. In other words, I'm thinking primarily about me. I'm not focused on intimate communion with my Father. Instead, what I'm focused on is what it sounds like to other people. That's what he's talking about. He says, these, these, these people, these hypocrites, and if you look at it in the context of the whole passage, he's talking about the, the Pharisees and the scribes who were supposed to be the leaders of the people of Israel in that day. These, these who were supposed to be setting a good example that others could follow were instead setting an example of self-centeredness even in the place of prayer. They weren't talking to God. Not really. Their focus was on what other people would think, how they would look, how they would sound to the people around them. And we need to take notice of this because, as I said, it's still a temptation. We're all tempted to worry about the opinions of other people, and we all desire the affirmation of our peers, our friends, our family members, our neighbors, our coworkers people we go to church with. We want people to look at me. You know, oh, she's such a prayer warrior. That one is such a, man, what a mighty man of God. He's such a man of God. And Jesus says, okay, but be careful because if you're, if, if you're doing these things for the purpose of being noticed by others, well, that momentary recognition is all you get. I remember, I remember the first time I new believer told me they they didn't like to pray in a group. So I don't know how to pray. You ever had somebody say that to you? I don't know how to pray. They're talking about public, you know, like maybe maybe you're going to, you know, three or four of you, you're going to pray together. I don't like to do that. Why not? I don't don't know how to, I don't really know how to pray. What do you mean you don't know how to pray? I don't know how to pray like everybody else does. Intimidated because the prayers they hear in church are so eloquent and beautiful and powerful. I remember feeling that way as a young Christian. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.